argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y? Also, a Chestnut Appreciation Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, the sons of mistletoe of this podcast. I'm your co-host, Jordan, the finding Mrs. Claus of this podcast. I'm your also host, Kevin, the the Christmas consultant of this podcast. Now, Kevin, what goes on in the Christmas consultant? Now, let me tell you. Uh, I'll tell you. Uh, Christmas is just around the corner, but suburban workaholics Maya Fletcher and her husband Jack are too busy to get into the holiday spirit. Enter David Hasselhoff. <laughs> what? what? Because these two... As David Hasselhoff? It's, nope, he is Owen, the most sought-after Christmas consultant in town. This this couple of numbnuts hires this guy to get them into the holiday spirit, and he's all bringing a talking car in and says, uh, slowly he wins over the entire family except for Maya, the super mom who just wants to be able to do it all. She desperately wants to satisfy her boss and land a million-dollar perfume account, all without missing the Christmas family fun. And you know what she's going to learn? That women shouldn't have careers. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, David. Yep. Thanks for setting us back a few notches. Uh, the Fletcher's perfect Christmas does not go as anticipated. Can Owen help Maya realize that above all else, having family together is more important than a career? Well, see, Kevin, here's the thing. Uh, the Lifetime Network, women who have a job don't have time to watch the Lifetime Network. They are not They are not the target uh, demographic. So it's just, it's just a whole lot of affirmation. Uh-huh. You made yeah. the right choice. Are you a homemaker? Man. You made the right choice. You did it. You nailed it. You made that home. You nailed that home together with your two bare hands. You made that home. <laughs> By Jordan, the way, great was... woodworking skills. <laughs> what was yours? Finding Mrs. Claus when Mrs. Claus feels neglected by her less than attentive husband. Oh boy! She oh goes. Boy. To, oh boy! She goes to Las Vegas. What Whoa! Do think, what do you guys think she does in Las Vegas? Uh, Mary oh. Elvis. Sh- no, she becomes a Christmas prostitute. Nah, well, I bet she does. They, it's not a very long uh, description, but it's <laughs> she'll nice give to- that Christmas to anyone with the money <laughs> <laughs> to help a little girl with her Christmas wish. The little girl's probably a prostitute. But winning Santa, the slots. When Santa finds out and follows her to Sin City to make amends, he puts Christmas at risk when things don't go quite as he planned. Cause he right, gets what do you a, think goes wrong? He gets a gambling problem. And yeah, he gambles and he gets all his the Christmas cut toys. off by the mafia. He gambles all the Christmas presents away. It's like, I just, just one more. Just, I put, I'm going to put it all on black. One more. Oh, I if think I, you if put I it all red. If they I win saw this, Rudolph can, in half. If I win this, I can never. I can get out of making Christmas presents for the next forty years. Uh, more just outsource the North Pole. Oh shoot! And to get the presents back, he has to team up with Danny Ocean's wacky team of misfit criminals to steal back Christmas. Nice. They are all elves, though. They're very <laughs> short. <laughs> Danny Ocean is also an elf. <laughs> um, I mine was uh, Sons of Mistletoe, um, starring oh, George Christmas, Newbern. Christmas uh, in the Vietnam War. No, when the ramshackle Mistletoe Home for Boys threatens Oof. to close, Oof. the director searches for a solution, only to discover love and family in the most unexpected places. 
So I'm guessing in like crypts yeah. and stuff like that. The IRS. Yeah. We're, and there's we're a repossessing really, this home. There's a very serious looking old woman um, in a sheriff's outfit as well. <laughs> and it looks uh. like she's she's not taking no gruffs from nobody. Women hate good close male friendships. Yeah, that's why she won't let you go to the bar with your buddies. Yeah. I'm picturing this um, home for wayward boys as just like all carpenters in their 30s who <laughs> required not to wear shirts. Boys. There'll be peace when you are make toys. <laughs> when you are make toys. When you are make toys. <laughs> Are we in Russia? Now? Toys make you. I'm, I may be full of a little bit too much Christmas cheer, guys. Yeah, Kevin's nogging it. I've yeah. just got water. I, I'm drinking the uh, Evil Genius Naughty or Nice Winter Warmer. So, who? Ooh. What brewery is that from? Evil Genius. Where is that? That sounds wonderful. Uh, well, it's in a lab deep below the earth. <laughs> it is a micro brew that comes from Denmark, of all places. What? Yeah. But it looks like any other American microbrewery, and you find it in the American, like, amongst most of your American beers. Uh, and then you look at their website, and they're like, yeah, we're from Denmark. And well, I'm like, really? Oh, let me, New Denmark. Let me know how you like it after you're finished. <laughs> Zing! Yeah, I got you. That's so, what we need, Kevin. More puns to sweeten up this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you got to get the ball rolling. Give the people what they want. Yeah. Uh, um, and then afterwards, of, we can eat some Flanders fields. Speaking of what the listener wants, this is a versus and would you rather podcast where we take questions submitted by you, the listener, and hash them out here on the show. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Our first question comes to us from Jeffrey Lawton. Thank you so much, G-Unit, who wants to know, Mannheim Steamroller versus Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Go. Which is the better Yuletide listening? Are they not the same thing? No, they're not. But also, are we sure he's referring to the musical acts? Or could he possibly be referring to a steamroller from Mannheim Mannheim and a orchestra on the Trans-Siberian Railroad? Um. Yeah, probably all of the above. I'm trying to figure out which one is which because. Oh, okay. Well, ch- wait. Trans uh, this- Mannheim Steamroller does the rock, uh, you know, hard rock versions of Christmas uh, yeah, songs, and, and Trans Siberian Orchestra does the hard rock versions of Christmas store uh, songs. No, Mannheim Steamroller does that really annoying Joy to the World, right? With, the one that's he, like entirely synth. It's like no, that's on for like twelve that's, minutes. That's Pop Goes the Weasel, Tyler. Oh yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a good point. All right, Mannheim Steamroller. I listened to a bit of a YouTube clip. They're pretty annoying. Let's find out about Trans Siberian. Oh, maybe it's transsexual Siberians in an orchestra. Ah. <laughs> Uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra did, uh, Wizards in Winter, which is that... Oh, the uh, Game of Thrones? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Game of Thrones thing. No, it's that song that, uh, people light up their houses and do Oh, that's, Christmas, that's Christmas not Monheim Steamroller? No, that is Trans-Siberian oh, yeah. Orchestra. Okay. 
Trans-Siberian Orchestra, at least they're like a little bit heavy. Like they've got they've got some distortion in there. Whereas Mannheim Steamroller, I feel like is a relic of the eighties. Well, but except that they made all their music in like the nineties and two thousands. Well, yeah. and also, I, I well, don't they think... found the relic and they dusted it off and said this belongs in a museum, and then they were chased by a boulder. <laughs> uh-huh. And then, and then Sean Connery was like, "I'm gonna play bass," and that's the story of, of Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> that's how Christmas came to be. Um, no, I think at least to Mannheim Steamrollers' credit, they are bringing a lot of awareness to uh synthesizer related charities and a lot of um the uh the synthesizer sex trade which i think is is really really problematic internationally um well i mean it's just it's just synthesized well it's that's not real unsuspecting synthesizers are being sold into slavery in other countries to play music that they didn't think they were going to be playing yeah, just like and also <laughs> the worst nightclub in the world. Yeah, all it's, synthesizers. It's yeah. all they're Man all they're playing is like exclusively synthesizers. Yeah, and they're playing just every song is just a Tony Bennett song done with a synthesizer. And it's um, like we get it, Chicago. You can do synthesizers. Let's. I want to take a look at the bands. Like what they look like. Like who who who's repping these things? Well, Mannheim Steamrollers from Omaha, Nebraska. All right, Trans Siberian Orchestra looks like a bunch of dads who <laughs> yeah, but they're also, tried to dress uh, up like an album cover. They they were an '80s hair metal band at one point in time. Trans Siberian Orchestra. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of they used to be Savitar. buckles. <laughs> the Last Airbender, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Savitar, the last airbender. <laughs> um, they've got some cool violinist chicks in it, so that's that's neat. And some flames. They've got a lot of flames and lasers in their show. But just look, the idea of making Christmas like a hard holiday. Like, no, you can't put up like a, a giant like inflatable demon at a Christmas concert. Like, you can't do that. Uh, or at it's least- just like... And, and Jesus was a little baby in a manger had to poop and stuff. Man, at least with Mannheim Steamroller, like it doesn't look like they're putting on airs. Like they're like, hey, we're some dudes uh, playing a Christmas show. Like Shanana. Shanana. <laughs> like they're just very much. There's one dude with gauged ears, but for the most part, they're like, eh, you know, this is. This is we're just here for our chat. It's just hey, we're we're actually the Wiggles. We're the same people. <laughs> it's actually just every like seasonal touring group is the same five guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> um Did either of them do non-Christmas music? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mon Mannheim uh is most known for their their album yeah they're the most fresh known air. for deck the halls the fresh I air really, album i really hate their deck the halls theme. wait did they do the fresh air theme yeah no no, no. they did fr- they did like 12 oh yeah their fresh deck air. the halls is that song that i really really hate like 75 percent of it is vamping yep ah <laughs> uh, it's the worst i heard it on the radio the other day and it broke my heart didn't um Saruman just come out with a metal Christmas album. 
Like I'm being 100% serious. Yeah, hold on. Yeah. Look it up. I'm Guys, pretty I, sure he did a heavy metal Christmas Christopher album. Christopher Lee, song. Darkest Carols, Faithful Sing. Yes. He is the oldest living Dude, heavy metal uh, artist I'm about at to 92. Link it, and it sounds awesome. <laughs> All right. Listener, bear with us. We're gonna we're gonna weigh in on Christopher Lee's Happy Metal Christmas. Christmas will burn in the fires of industry. This is fantastic. It's um Yeah, Saruman the White singing Little Drummer Boy to heavy metal guitars. <laughs> and then Silent Night, which sounds weird. He did a mashup. <laughs> Of Jingle Bells and I Did It My Way, only it's Jingle Hell My Way. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I want to see, can we see, like, the visual of the little drummer boy that he's singing about? Is it, like, like a little drummer boy with, like, with, like, like, a gauge through his ear and, like, like a, like a Darth Maul tat all over his face? And he's just got a knife that he's just shibbing people with. Jingle hell. My right, way that's isn't a Christmas fantastic. song, but it's still great. Man, he is a lot older than he looks in the movies. New heavy metal single out now. Darkest Carols, Faithful Sing. <laughs> hey, glory oh, to the boy. newborn king. <laughs> Which of these would you rather join? Mannheim Steamroller, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, or Christopher Lee's Death Metal Christmas. Right. I think, obviously, it would be Christopher Lee. Um, But I'd go, I guess I'd go with Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Really? Yeah, that's, they're younger, at least. Or bring in younger collaborators. But the, the lights and everything, it's too much. It's try. it's trying too hard. It's like, it's like your aunt who comes in with like like a PSP and and she like tries to turn it on and she's like Hey, yeah, my I'm grandma hip. is an avid DS player. Is that so, right? What does she yeah. what does she play? Does she play uh Professor Button's Curious Village or whatever it's called? <laughs> I have twelve <laughs> <laughs> Uh she plays mostly Tetris and Brain Age. Okay. Alright. Hey Well, never mind, that's mean. To my grandma? What is her brain age? Do you know? No, I'm saying, like, I, who cares at that point? Like, you're on the downswing. It don't matter how smart you are. When I, Nah, she's got to stay sharp. When I am that old, I'm letting it all go. I heard the story of this a friend of mine uh, whose grandfather was in a nursing home. Um Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> mugged some, mugged another nursing home resident and stole their walker. And I was like, <laughs> that is the man that I want to be when I'm old. Kevin, you're just going to get stabby again. Oh, yeah. You better believe it. No, I, I'm, I'm already feeling the old. <laughs> I'm already feeling the urge. All right. We need to vote on this. Um, Jordan, which you going with? Mannheim, Steamroller, or Trans-Siberian Orchestra? Uh, Chance I made an orchestra because they're less annoying. Also, my my next my next cube neighbor uh, at work uh, is rocking out to TSO like all December long, and uh, I can dig it. So 
You got to counter it with some some Surf John. <laughs> or my Christmas music of choice recently, the uh, the Freeze Easy Peak music from Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, definitely. I'm going to listen to that right now instead of listening to you guys. <laughs> Kevin? Uh, you know, I, I just want to say how heartbroken I am. I just did a Google search. No results for Trans-Sexberian Orchestra. So, <laughs> uh, I, so I have to go with Mannheim Sex Roller. <laughs> I'm going to have to pitch that yeah, show name Mannheim to Sam. Mannheim Sex Roller on somewhere. Like, Moon Baby's got to do a... a t- <laughs> A trans-Siberian yeah, orchestra Yeah, he's got a new trans-Siberian orchestra. You gotta talk to him. Oh, boy. Um, I would gladly produce, uh, be executive producer for that. It's gonna be a Netflix special. <laughs> um, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm going with, with, uh, with Man's, Mannheim Sex Roller because, I, you know, I think kids with who are prone to seizures could still see their show, and, and you could not do that with Trans-Siberian Siberian. I'm going to go with Trans-Siberian because they're just less annoying. Like, I honestly can't stand Mannheim Steamroller, but Trans-Siberian Orchestra, at least they, like, keep the melody. It's so bad. So, thank you so much for the question, G-Unit, and next time you have to choose between Trans-Siberian or Mannheim, Go ahead with that Trans-Siberian. You're going to be glad you did. Our next question comes to us from Corden Sullivan. Thank you so much, Corden. We actually have two from him this week. Uh, who wants to know, Krampus versus Santa. And I'm assuming that's who would win in a fight. A Krampus or a Santa. Go. You know, I, I initially I was like Krampus all the way. But, um, you know... What we don't... I need to brush up on my Krampus knowledge. Well, I, I think you need to brush up on your on your Sinterklaas knowledge because that guy, it's not an oft-spoken-about part of the Santa Claus mythology, but he spent 40 years in prison um, for killing a man in prison. <laughs> so he went to a prison and he killed a guy. <laughs> That's what I was just about to ask. Yeah, and then he went to prison for it. And man, he got hard in prison. I want to know out. what Krampus's powers are. I mean, I know he can kidnap kids, but that's not going to help him with Santa, unless like Santa has children bodyguards. I think he's got like well, elves. The elves oh, are basically he hits, children bodyguards. He hits people with switches. Yeah, yes, that's that's his big thing: switches yeah. and chains. So you know that's oh, pretty boy. cool. Yeah. Hold on, guys. Can we? Is Santa Claus into that? Oh we... yeah. We need to have a quick uh, sidebar as to whether during this segment we can discuss uh, Zwarte Pete. Oh, no. 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 Oh. No. That's entirely. We're not going to touch that. I know. Right. Exactly. Well, you guys, you guys can look up Zwarte Pete. I know. On, uh, Wikipedia. And, I know. Uh, sad chapter in, a, in world history. Boy, boy uh, in an otherwise continues. spotless German record of race relations. Hold on, hold on. Zwarte hold on, Pete hold on, just. Hold on, hold on. It's, it's Dutch, not, not German. Oh, well. Uh, you say tomato, I say tomato. Yeah. Uh, you want to know some other uh, random Christmas to sit, uh traditions that are less racist yeah sure boy, boy, I, I saw one the other day that i literally just discovered bafana uh like a day or two ago oh boy what's what's bafana bafana is the epiphany witch 
from uh, Italy. Okay. Let me, let me give you guys a, a link to that. Oops, that's more to PTN. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Uh, here's Bafana, the Epiphany mm-hmm. Witch. Uh, the, uh, let's see here. The legends are all really kind of sad. Like, here, let me read you one. Another commonly held Christian legend of La Befana starts at the time of the birth of baby Jesus. Befana spends her days cleaning and sweeping. One day, the Magi, also known as the Three Wise Men, came to her door in search of baby Jesus. Befana turned them away because she was too busy cleaning. Befana notices a bright light in the sky. She thinks this is the way to baby Jesus. She brought some baked goods and gifts for baby Jesus in her bag and took her broom to help the new mother clean and began her search for the baby Jesus. She searched and searched for baby Jesus, but never found him. Bafana still searches today, after all these centuries. On the eve of Epiphany, Bafana comes to a house where there is a child and leaves a gift. Although she has been unsuccessful in her search, she still leaves gifts for good young children, because Christ's child can be found in all children. But not in old hags. Uh, Are you guys basically Bafana is an old witch that will clean your house while you sleep and leave you presents? Are you guys familiar with uh, the uh, Kaganer? No, Kaganer, Sandor Kaganer, Western K N something. I don't know. You're gonna have to take a look at this and tell me how it's pronounced. Uh, Also known as the Crapper, uh, which is a (laughs) little boy. Oh, you put it on there. A little boy. In Catalan culture, uh, who appears in nativity scenes, uh, and he has pulled his pants down and is pooping in the manger. Um, Oh, boy. I actually have heard of this. He's supposed to... um, It's supposed to fertilize the ground and give good luck for the next year. Uh, But I'm, I'm really confused as to why he, like... I can't find how he got into the nativity scene or why right. he decided to poop. Or or why nobody thought, like, hey, that might be kind of blasphemous. Yeah. Or maybe it was just one of those things. It's like, I bet I can sneak a kid into this nativity and nobody will notice that he's taking a wicked dump. Well, no, I would like – I'd like to meet the person who was like, you know, you know, uh, you know – the nativity, you know, Jesus, all the, the saving humanity. That's all <laughs> fine know. and good. But, like – Where's the poop in this story? You know, like there's not enough poop in this in this Jesus birth story. Let's get some let's get some sweaty, slimy, liquidy dumps in there. I oh, just God. like if you look under possible reasons, and I'm gonna guess it's uh Kaganer. Uh Kaganer. Kaganer. But uh one suggests it reinforces the belief that the infant Jesus is God in human form. With all the all that being human implies, <laughs> so Jesus took dumps, just like the rest of us. Yep, Jesus poops like the rest of us. Everybody poops, including Jesus. Guys, I gotta I gotta fill you in here. The Kaganer, as Tyler says, is not the only defecating character in the Catalan Christmas tradition. Another is the Tio de Nadal, which also makes extensive use of the image of fecal matter. It is a log. With like, a paint- does he like make sculptures out of it? How extensive it, it, is his use? 
It is a log with a fainted, fainted, uh, with a face painted on it, which, having been fed, quote unquote, for several weeks, is told to defecate on Christmas Eve and magically, quote unquote, produces candy for children. A candy that supposedly has come from its bowels. Okay, so it's a hey, log. So you that wonder you why feed the freaking poops candy. You wonder why the Black Plague wiped out like all of Europe when you're telling children to eat poop. Well, also, you wonder why, like, the Spanish economy is in the tank. They're all wasting the money. The tank in the pooper? The tank? Yeah, they're they're wasting their money trying to feed logs so that they can make candy. <laughs> Jeez, oh man, like, what? Now, what kind of weaponized powers does Santa have? Invisibility, oh. I'm guessing. Something like uh, that. Definitely got really fast. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, shrink shrinkage. Yeah, shrinkage. He was, uh, in the he pool. was just in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I, I, this, uh, is, bowl this is full maybe, of jelly bellies. This is maybe just like me that. reading into it, but I feel like he would probably be an expert marksman. Oh yeah, you can most eat likely. an enormous amount of milk and cookies. Um, here's here's plus for Krampus though. It's customary to give Krampus schnapps. So this dude is going to be hopped up on some schnapps when he fights Hopping Santa. on schnapps. He's schnapping. He's schnapping on, popping, hopping, slopping. And he's, I, you know, I, I just think that's going to give him some, some bloodlust. <laughs> as, as schnapps is known to do. Um, I feel like Krampus is going to be able to get the drop on Santa, though. Yeah. Like, he's he's just a wilier dude, and he's more used to, like, inflicting pain. When he's Santa, got that tongue, too. Santa, I, I can't imagine that over all these millennia he hasn't gotten soft, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, he's forgotten what it's like to be in prison. <laughs> yes. Whereas Krampus periodically goes in there just to kill people. Well, and and Krampus really is in a prison of his own making. Krampus's body is his own prison. Wasn't there a Marvel comic? Is like the story was Santa was a demon, and like his punishment was that he had to deliver toys. But like one year, he somebody broke the curse, and like I don't know, the X Men had to fight him or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yep. know. Probably sounds like something Marvel would do. I'll watch the movie. I think Santa Santa is unarmed, so unless he's like a like a judo master, the Krampus with that switch is gonna is gonna be able to. to Not really to mention get a chains with hooks on the end. Right. Yeah. Although Hello? I don't know, though. I mean. The Krampus is not married, presumably, right? Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know, but Kevin, I discovered there's a Japanese equivalent to the Krampus. Is it... What is it? Is it a Tengu? It's, it is a type of Tengu. It looks like, if the mask is any indication. What do you got? The uh, Namahage. Namahage. Oh, boy. There he is. He admonishes children who may be guilty of laziness or bad behavior, yelling phrases like, Are there any crybabies around? Or, Are naughty kids around? Oh, so he kind of gives it all away. I mean, the Krampus, at least, you know, he's got... Boy, the Krampus is more of a ninja than the Japanese guy. Yeah. Because he's guy's, just... This guy goes through the street banging a drum asking yeah. kids, Are you bad? Yeah, what? 
boy. Well, I mean, kids are stupid, but they're not that stupid. He doesn't know if you've been bad or good. Like, he just has to ask. Oh, here's the thing. The Namahage, though, uh, newlywed couples are supposed to play host to Namahage in full formal attire and offer them sake and food. Yeah. Otherwise, he'll curse them with children. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, have you guys heard of the bell snickle? The no, bell snickle? That sounds what? vaguely racist. Oh, here, I'm, I, here, I'll, I'll just link you to the Wikipedia uh, entry for Companions of St. Nicholas, which includes uh, our good friend Krampus. Bell snickle is a companion of St. Nicholas uh, from Germany. He's a man wearing fur, which covers his entire body. He sometimes wears a mask with a long tongue. He is a rather mm-hmm. scary creature who visits children at Christmas time and delivers socks or shoes full of candy. But if children were not good, they will find coal and or switches in their stockings instead. I feel oh, like for every so he's the like, man. Santa, there's five evil Santas. That, oh, shoot. Well, here's the thing. If that's true... And the world is is yet still balanced. That must mean that Santa is as powerful as five evil anti-Santas. Mm, good point. But he has to go into Santa Saiyan mode. Oh, yeah. Santa Saiyan Mach 3. Where his, uh, his beard shoots lasers out of each of the ends of the follicles. All right, we need to take a vote on this. Kevin, what are you going to go with? You know, I am definitely going to go with the Krampus because I just thought of this. So Santa Claus has a wife, right? Uh, no children, which means that there's something wrong with his 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 swimmers are uh, deficient. So I don't think a man with some deficient, deficient seed is going to be able to win in a fight. Jordan? Uh... I'm going to go with Krampus because, I mean, if they're fighting, the Krampus, I think, is definitely going to win. He uses, like, chains and sticks and stuff. Um, and Santa has just, like, a sack of stuff. San- Santa ain't working out. I mean, the Krampus is fit. He's, he's but gonna... you, but yeah. you know, though, with with the way that video games are making our children ever violenter, uh, more of those toys in that sack are going to be real guns. So, I mean, oh, Santa yeah. can probably just pull out a gun and shoot the Krampus. Uh, I am going to go with the Krampus, though, because one is an evil, violent demon, and the other is just Tim Allen. Um, so <laughs> you can you can figure out which on. Oh, shoot. Why hasn't Tim Allen done a Krampus movie yet? <laughs> the Krampus Claus. <laughs> Where Tim Allen uh, cheated on his income taxes, so he's forced to become the Krampus for a year. And his face disfigures, and his wife divorces him, and he gets really into, like, chains and switches and stuff. Why hasn't Robert Downey Jr. done a Zwarta Pete movie yet? Because nobody wants Zwarta Pete anywhere. Zwarta Pete needs to be forgotten and buried. Um... So thank you so much for your question, Corden. Next time you have to choose between Krampus or Santa, go with that Krampus. I don't know if you'll be glad you did, but it's the right choice. <laughs> yeah, side with the Krampus because he's going to win. He's going to switch you. Um, the other question from Corden was, would you rather have Eidetic Eidic, Eidic memory? 
or limited precognition. So basically, uh. um, like photographic memory or spidey sense. You have total re. Didn't we do a total recall question already? Yeah, get to Mars. This is the this is the thing. I had never heard of this before, so I'm curious to hear you guys' opinions on it. I don't think it's like exactly photographic memory, like whatever. It's like you can remember it's like, it's something. Speed, it's speed memory, like super vividly that yeah. happened 15 minutes ago. Is an ability to recall images, sounds, or objects in memory with high precision for oh for a few minutes. Yeah. So like, you look at something and you just have to glance at it. And like a couple minutes later, you still know it real good. Evidently, kids so, between six and twelve can do it sometimes if there's like brainiac nerdlingers. So it's, uh, but it's, adults rarely can. It's crappy photographic memory, is what yeah. you're saying. Like, oh, do you have photographic memory? No, but I have eidetic memory. Oh, cool. We're gonna go be another guy's friend. That's how I choose all my friends. <laughs> Do you have whether or not they have photographic memory or or Spidey sense? I don't know. I wouldn't want friends with photographic memory. I'd never get away with anything. Spidey sense, though, that that'd be useful. It's so you know. it's a, like you you can sense that something's going to happen before it happens. Yeah, like but, oh, but look you at can't me. change it. I'm I'm getting my DS off the subway tracks. Uh, now I know a train's coming because of my spidey sense. Wait, you dropped your DS on the train tracks? I mean, this is just a hypothetical. I don't know. What are better Wouldn't situations it... you would need uh, spidey those, sense Those for? tracks are electrified. I mean, your DS is already gone. Yeah. Hey, fun fact. I dropped my glasses on the subway tracks, and they were not run over. Uh, did you uh, get them yourself, or did you say, like, Mr. Mr. Subway Krampus? Sandman. Um, you, know, I, you know, I did. I was gonna get them myself, but companions urged me to get the council of the MTA. So some dude with a grabber came and got it. How did oh, your nice. glasses fall off your face? They were in my pocket. Got to get one of those cool chains. Uh, chains. The chains. chains you know. With Molly and Molly. We're Molly and Molly. We're Molly and Molly. Instead of... Whoa. Oh, shoot, we have to pay for it. We have to pay for that now. Crap. Instead of a Christmas episode, we should just do a reading of Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> I, including all the stage show. directions. Gonzo falls off wagon. And by that, I mean he starts drinking <laughs> Gets heavily. Drunk. What were we talking about? Oh, Spidey memory? sense would be cool, but I'm so paranoid. I feel like it would be going off for, like, things all the time. Like, I wonder if you can have, like, hypochondriac <laughs> spider sense. Like, oh, shoot. Oh, you're going you're gonna to feel mildly uncomfortable in the subway in a few seconds because it's going to be a little too crowded. I mean, I, I Yeah, I know. Feel... I get it. That happens always. That yeah, always happens. I hate being in subways. I mean, you got the, the – it just smells bad. Yeah. But that deli meat is just terrible smelling. <laughs> hey, they're doing customer appreciation month though. $2 6 inch meatballs. <laughs> hey, that's a great deal. Uh, it's just one meatball. That's Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like pill shaped. 
Well, if you had Spidey sense, you'd be able. You would have foreseen that Subway was going to turn into a terrible deal, and that it was going to suck and fall off of its amazing status as a as a great value food. Hold on, was Subway ever good? Uh, I feel like it was better in the era of the five dollar footlong. Yeah, it was mediocre. Like, Like the the beginning of the five dollar footlong. Yeah. And then they realized they had to cheapen up all the ingredients if they wanted to keep it going. And then they realized, even with that, that they weren't making enough money, and then they dropped it. Yeah, then they started using styrofoam. I mean, yeah, the ball has been dropped. I mean, with Spider-Sense, at the very least, you're always going to know when McRib is back. (laughs) What what exactly? It's going to feel like a disturbance in the force. Sorry, did did you guys see the commercials for the Burger King Yumbo? No? What? No. Is it a gumbo? Hold on, let me... Please tell me it's a gumbo. see if I can find a picture of yumbo. Oh, gosh. Here, yeah, I got it. Oh, it looks gross. It's like, if I wanted that, I would go to Subway, and I would never want that. Uh, uh. Gross. Gross, gross, gross. It's like deli meat with melted yeah, American cheese on it. The yumbo is a hot ham and cheese... Featuring slices of savory black forest ham topped with American cheese, crisp lettuce, creamy mayo, and all heated on a served on a heated toasted hokey bun. It's like you know what I, I would wanted, like if I wanted a hot deli meat sandwich, I would go to Arby's, and I did tonight, so I went to Arby's. Were I would you like an Arby's. I was thinking Arby's. I would like that sandwich in a bowl of gumbo, just just dunked in a bowl of gumbo. I would eat that. Um, I am also being reminded, though, that the BK website lets you subtract things, so you could just get American cheese. You can <laughs> you can subtract all the other ingredients. Um, I'm gonna, yeah. No, it doesn't let me add just a slice of American cheese to my meal. Alright, hoagie bun and cheese, add to my meal. I'm getting just the Black Forest ham. Just a pile of Black Forest ham. Uh, for the gluten out there that is an option still 490 calories <laughs> just for the cheese no for just cheese for the and a bun. cheese in a bun no well, with everything it's 490 calories i don't know updates no no no. the cheese and the, why are we doing this this is a waste <laughs> <laughs> what, what the frick hey, hey listeners do you want on this week's podcast do you want us to waste your time listen in well, hold on. Isn't that every week? Oh, yeah. Good point. I don't understand who goes on to BK.com and, like, custom makes these sandwich orders and then prints it out and brings it to the restaurant. Explains. Oh, they have a rodeo chicken sandwich, though? I love rodeo burgers. Gonna have to go to a BK. Explain to me what Spidey Sense is. So you know that feeling when, like, you see a spider... And it's like, you're like, oh no, it's right above my head. Is it going to drop on me? And you get real nervous. That's Spidey Sense. It's like that all the time. So so it's just kind of a vague feeling that something bad might happen. I think no, in like the actual, like Peter Parker sense, <laughs> it's like maybe a th- second before something happens, you see it happen and you can like move out of the way. I think it's like uh, spiders have eyes all over the place, so they to have great peripheral vision and junk like that okay um they just know dude i mean so so basically no one's ever gonna be able to assassinate me 
correct. Yeah. Or versus you can like I'm versus stuff. I'm going to be able to remember my assassination in very specific detail. Yeah. And paint a picture of it. Um boy, I wish JFK had had Spidey sense. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, Book he depository. Was, he nah, was a spider see, actually. I don't think that would have helped him cuz it was a magic bullet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, guided by Magneto. <laughs> Cerebro. <laughs> Cerebro. <laughs> Magneto. Uh, Magneto. <laughs> All right, we actually need to take a vote on this. Boy, we really exhausted that one. We <laughs> debated the pants off of that question. Uh, I, I'm just watching the clock. Um, I am going to go ahead and go with Spidey Sense because I feel like. You know, making can... love, making love to you. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I feel like I can look at a phone number and remember it pretty well. You know, twelve minutes later, anyway. Whereas, I don't know, I wasn't very good at dodgeball. <laughs> like, I could, I could, I could use these skills, especially like avoiding drops of bird poop or water from street lamps. I hate getting things on me. Jordan. Uh, I'll go with Spidey Sense, because... It makes sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Also, like, just from a practical standpoint, like, you would probably never get in a car accident, so... Yeah. Kevin? You know, I was trying to think about this in, in, a, in a relational context. Um, eidetic memory would be really good, because then, uh... When they ask you what their eye color is, yeah, or it's like, hey, do you remember what I just said like twelve minutes ago? And like the answer is no, but you know, with eidetic memory, the answer is yeah. You said no twelve minutes ago, right? (laughs) Um, but Spidey sense, I would know exactly when my fiance is about to get pissed off at me, and I could I could preempt it by having a, a dozen roses in my hand immediately. Because I have a rose guy who just kind of follows me around. It's Andy Circus, by the way. He doesn't have a lot of work right now. So I pay him to follow me around with roses that just in case I need them, I can whip them out. Um, so I'm going to say Andy Circus. Oh, cool. So thank you so much for your question, Corden. And next time you have to choose between eidetic memory or limited precognition, go ahead with Spidey Sense. You're going to be glad you did. And our last question comes to us from Ewan Benwell. Ewan? E-W-A-N. Ewan? Yeah, like Ewan McGregor. Ewan? I don't know. Ewan McGregor. Uh, E-Wing. People need to spell their names how they pronounce. There's no E-Wing, Jordan. There's Y-Wings, A-Wings, X-Wings, and B-Wings. Yeah, they're M-Wings. So, Ewan wants to know, would you rather... Not get any presents, but still see friends and family on Christmas, or have Christmas dinner on your own. So, friends and family, no presents, or have Christmas dinner on your own. And I'm guessing you're getting presents if you're having Christmas dinner on your own. Like, people are mailing you presents, maybe? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I could see that. People mailing you presents? Yeah. yeah. I, I could, could be I could, used to this. I could. <laughs> you know, 
it's it's all about the presence, right? Yeah, well, that's I feel like I'm starting to shift. Like maybe it's just cuz I'm growing older and wiser. Before a cheap toddler would have been like, "Oh god, I I need so many things. Please, please give me give me presents." Uh but now like I don't know. I See, like, here's the thing my about family no asks me what I want for Christmas and I'm like, "Uh it's I, I I like honestly can't tell them because like the things that I kind of need I, I I get myself. No, here's the thing about no presents. It means you don't gotta give any presents. Oh, that's a that is a Which, great angle for me. Like I'm in the same boat Tyler's in. It's like I'm just like throughout the year I'm like throwing stuff on my Amazon list that I would rather be. Impulse Jordan tried buying. to impulse buy Punch Drunk Love today, but found out it wasn't on Blu-ray, <laughs> and was disappointed enough I to make an entire Facebook status about it. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was disappointed. I haven't seen that movie. I need to. It's super good. It's one of uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's best, and it definitely is Adam Sandler's best. Um, oh yeah, did you see that Sony the the leaked messages? I did see that. That was so funny. Um, oh, Sony gosh. higher ups, like there are multiple people saying, like in their investors reports, like why do we keep blowing money on Adam Sandler movies <laughs> and using Adam Sandler movies as like the example of the movies that we shouldn't be producing. <laughs> <sighs> that's hilarious that is a great angle though because well i don't know i enjoy getting gifts for people like it but it gets harder and harder you know as like i don't see my brothers nearly as much as i used to so well i have an idea of the kind of stuff they want like i don't know what like they're super into right now like i don't know what the hip knives on the market are yeah, or things like that <laughs> luke what's a knife and uh cody wants like diapers uh luke did tell me last time i saw him that he was interested in a, a laser sight laser for his knife death, for, no a laser sight a laser sight for his knife <laughs> yeah uh-huh. man you gotta make sure you uh here's where i'm gonna stab boom <laughs> no he wanted one for his desert eagle which by the way my wait brother he has, has a, a desert, desert eagle? eagle yeah i was home the other um it was, no, it wasn't the other week. It was like a couple months ago. But I was home and Luke was like, hey, got something to show you. And he comes downstairs and he like puts this box on my lap and opens it up. And it is a desert eagle. Now, did you quote uh, Snatch when you saw the desert eagle? No, I did not. That was a wasted opportunity. I was too nervous because he's like taking it apart and putting it back together in front of me and like looking down the barrel and I'm just like, oh god, oh god. It's so much heavier than I expected. Man, I really want to watch Snatch right now. I thought you were going to say you really want to watch my little brother shoot a desert eagle. Uh, Also, I just shared with you guys a a forum called (laughs) BritishBlades.com with laser sight. Yes! Yes, we've done it as a human race. We finally made it. We can retire now. The whole human race can retire because we've we've reached the pinnacle. What's on the bottom of it? Is there is there a gun on the bottom of the knife? There, uh, two miniature rocket launchers oh, yeah, to shoot uh, to shoot flares. It's part of a private collection in the Middle East. Ah. Um. <laughs> 
I don't know. Being alone for Christmas, though, I feel like that'd be so depressing. I guess it depends on the Christmas dinner. Like, is this current skill level, Tyler, where I'm probably going to, you know, throw a country fried steak from the freezer into the oven or possibly order Chinese? Or am I going to, you know, step up my game and get a turkey or something? Christmas turkey. Oh, are you talking about the alone scenario? Alone. Yeah. Alone dinner. Oh, pizza. Yeah. Christmas pizza. Oh, hello, Christmas pizza Papa John's. Christmas? They better. Oh. Because so I want cool. a Christmas pizza. You know, th- the problem is with you being alone and getting all your presents, as I get older, the presents that I want are not presents that people can give me, like a new job or like uh, sweet, peace, sweet death, peace and stability and uh, <laughs> yes, the sweet release of death. Or <laughs> I like, can give you that, Kevin. <laughs> Or, like, not to be such an idiot. Like, like those are the presents that I want, but no one can give me those. Yeah. Like, I have so many books that I haven't read yet that I need to read that, like, I don't want to ask for more books time. because then I'll just feel bad. Like, yeah, you that's what time. I want. I want time. It's just, like, uh, maybe some oregano. <laughs> Parsley or sage. Rosemary. Um... But otherwise, like, I, yeah, I have no idea what any one of my family is going to get me for Christmas because I completely forgot to, like, let them know anything. I think my mom mentioned, like, hey, let me know, like, what would be good for you for Christmas. And then I just never did because I got busy with work because I need time. I need a time turner. I need Turner Classic Movies. Now – is it is it do they say like Christmas dinner with like all your friends and family or what who No alone. It? Christmas dinner alone or Christmas with I think it's family. Maybe it's also friends. Yeah, no, it's well, friends, cause, cause what if friends you and or family. You can okay, have so you get no presents choose. but Christmas with friends or family. Well, cuz I would consider Mr. T a friend of mine. We've oh. never met, but I would consider him a friend. Can that can he be at my Christmas? I mean, I, I don't see why not. Thank you. That's all I wanted to, yeah. I also feel like it's a lot easier for me to buy myself things than to buy time with my family. Like, especially now that I have two nephews, because I don't even know how many family Christmases we got left. You know, uh, Father of the Year, Cody Crumrine, uh, might be having Christmases with just his family and having their own trees and stuff. I don't know how many years it got left of Gundam Wing Endless Waltz on Christmas Eve. I forgot that you did that. I mean, he I mentioned just... it last week. Oh, that's yeah, right. Kevin, you really should have. Well, I don't have genetic. I don't have. Dentatic you don't have genetic memory. memory. I don't have frenetic memory. Um, you know, yeah. I. Are people. Is, is the love you no. take equal Are to people love, love you? Love you? No. Um, I don't know. Ever Christmas with everybody? I guess. All right. Do you guys have like Christmas traditions? Um, besides the endless waltz one, endless waltz, uh, stockings before, coffee before, and that not uh, not you a ton. Can do, you other can than do all like, that yourself, though. Yeah, you can make yourself coffee. You can darn a sock. My mom, uh, her family had an awesome Christmas tradition. 
a little pro tip for once and future parents out there. Her parents would make her and her siblings peel an orange by and peel and eat an orange by hand uh, before they were allowed to open any presents. And that gave the parents enough time to like actually wake up and have coffee (laughs) and like settle in before the kids freaked out. That's fantastic. Um, I don't know. Anything to add, Jordan, Kevin? I feel like I've got my decision made. I, I mean, what do you, what are you going to do if you, if you're at Christmas with all your friends and family and you don't have presents, you're just going to be looking around like, Hey, who's the cheapskate? Oh wait, it's all of us. And no, you're, you're going to play games. You're like play Christmas what? games. Like what? Pin the nose on the reindeer. Uh-huh. Uh, who's the drunk grandpa? Oh, we all know that one. It's. It's it's Grandpa Thaddeus. Uh, let's, let's build a snowman. Throw a snowball. Are there are there any fun like? What's a fun Christmas game? I just said like Risk. Yeah, Risk. Christmas Risk. All right, good. I could get into that. All right, let's take a vote. Jordan, what are you going with? Uh, I'm gonna go with. Christmas with my family, no presents, because according to Darlene Love, nobody ought to be all alone on Christmas, so. Very true. Kevin? I'm going to go with Christmas with the fam friends, because I would like to play a Christmas version of Risk, where instead of the countries, it's uh, Santa Claus, the Krampus, uh, Zwartepeet, and and they're all vying for control of the world. Zwartepeet! Um, and I am going to go ahead and go with Christmas with family just because like, I, you know, I I don't care about those presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own more than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. All I want for Christmas is you. That's it's kind of sexy for family. Never mind. I don't Scratch care that. about Christmas tree. Don't, don't care, care about geometry. Chop, chopping uh, trees. Chopping tree. That's another tree thing, though. Uh, don't care about toffee beans. Bees. I don't think there's beans and toffee. All right. Thank you so much for your question, Ewan. The next time you have to choose between dinner alone and presents or Christmas with your family and no presents, go ahead. Be with your friends and family. You're going to be glad you did. Oh, God. Is there a storm on the other line? <laughs> Sorry, that was me slowly, slowly blowing into my microphone. <laughs> sounded like wind rushing past. I guess that makes sense. Um. So, yeah, all that was cool stuff that we said. So thanks for joining us. That was that was wisdom. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you'd oh like to send us any questions, you can email us at ninjas versus podcast. That's versus vs no period at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Facebook, leave us questions there, um, or you can tweet at us on the tweetos. Uh, we just got a tweet recently. Uh, we got a tweet. I think it was from Ewan. Oh, let me check on that. He gave us he gave us a uh, status. 
give us a status report because he's been listening to the episodes from episode one and wasting hundreds of hours that he'll never get back. Um, so as Kevin's looking that up, um, yeah, we started to do a couple this week, but next week's episode is going to be, <laughs> yeah, here, uh, do you want me to, uh, yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, finished listening to the episode of Ninjas vs. Podcast where Kevin J. Gall says the episode is for me. Life goals complete. <laughs> not not long to go now. I guess I he's feel like that was a couple entire, months ago. His entire life he's saying that? Like, just, I'm going to die soon because <laughs> yeah. my life is complete? Not long to go now. <laughs> gonna die. Well, I feel like you'd probably die after listening to all of these episodes. Yeah. Um, so, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Um, we started doing a couple, but next week's episode is going to be our Christmas episode. So, please send us all your Christmas-themed questions um also go and i'm surprised we haven't plugged this yet uh xmas movie soundtrack is the best uh yeah it is our favorite we bring it up every year it's the best it is our let me find the exact uh url for it bandcamp (laughs) yes go to bandcamp.com bandcamp uh there it is it is xmasmoviesoundtrack.bandcamp.com um they've got the Ridge album uh and then the fog of your album which is more just kind of atmospheric ambient stuff uh and both are really super great um indie christmas albums that you can get at your own price that you choose which should probably be like an amount of money like give them at least five bucks it's five five tracks each and it's really really great um, so we'll have some of that next episode. Send us all your Christmas questions. Um, questions. Questions. Kevin, do we have a follower of the week on Twitter? We absolutely do. We are, as of 30 seconds ago, following Republicans are evil. Their handle is at can prove it. Uh, their description is all that is necessary for the triumph of evil is for good people to do nothing. That's a quote by Edmund Burke, of course. Um, this person is located in Kearney, Nebraska. So, you know, they're at the center of everything. They are where it all happens. They are Uh, the alpha and the omega. One of their great tweets as of late was, oh boy, they don't have any. (laughs) It's all retweeting. Guys, write your own tweets. Come yeah. On. Um, also, political, nobody likes political cartoons. Um, Why are all political cartoons drawn in, like, the same weird style? The same style of, like, hey, nobody wants to actually look at this, right? It's like a caricature. Yeah. Um, yeah, this guy doesn't uh, – he doesn't have any uh... – Pro tip, become a political cartoon artist – just go to like Central Park and describe political events to a caricature artist and then turn it into a newspaper. <laughs> uh, yeah, he doesn't. I mean, he's just retweeting a bunch of stuff. I, I think Repo- his handle's good enough. Republicans are evil. You're really disappointing, all right? Yeah, lay uh, some facts on us. Don't just rehash other people's. Yeah, come on. Original thoughts, man. Read the um, Constitution. Uh oh, my um my small press publishing company I run plays oh, inverse. Here we go. Go for it, Kevin. Ronald Reagan was a secret Muslim. <laughs> it is true. It yep. is true. 
And that's why our nation is so great today. Um, <laughs> but uh, my press um, plays in verse uh, just came out with a new book on Tuesday. Um, Bloodletting in Minor Scales, Canvas in Arms by Justin Lamoli. It's really great. Um, super, super proud of it um, to have played a part in publishing it. And you can get our first two books for only 20 bucks right now. We are doing bundles on the site. So check out www.playsinverse.com and, um, you know, make me feel good about doing this thing I do. But more importantly, like, get money to, to indie authors. Doing this thing he does. Yeah, because I don't make any money from this. Um, except for all the money we make from except this. Except for all the oh, money. Oh, the gobs and oh, gobs of money. Well, see, that that spot I did was a sponsorship. I actually sponsored this <laughs> podcast. I, I, I pay myself. Um, also, um, the great folks at Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts, for when you want, like, coffee and donuts and stuff, you should go there. <laughs> wow, Kevin, I'm, you read that copy word for word. <laughs> you know it, man. I'm, I'm a reader, not a breeder. <laughs> um, so our final question, speed round, keeping with our ninjas versus theme. Ninjas versus Krampus. Go. Uh, ninjas, because ninjas don't got no butts, so Krampus doesn't have anything to switch. Uh, Krampus, because the ninjas are going to be accompanied by that Japanese version of Krampus being like screaming out, Have you been good, children? Ninjas? <laughs> are you crying? Would you like to play a game? <laughs> and I am going to go ahead and go with Krampus because he's got like hooves and stuff. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so as ever, I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kevin. And until next time, you gotta help us. <laughs> this this podcast is coming from inside the house. <laughs> You know what else is coming from inside the house? Lifetime original movies. Now that I know that they are all free streaming on their website, the summer oh, baby. No. Well, Tyler, you Where do. Where we dance you out in the sun. You do live in apartheid. We're bounce and <laughs> shake our bodies. Fighting hard to get the water. We're all done. Tired from all the fun and Let the grass scratch up our legs And we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss Ha ha!